President Biden appeared last night on 60 Minutes and spoke about the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas. And you could tell he was nervous because he kept asking, how many more minutes? That is some funny stuff there. There, that's their effort to uh, show that they can be critical of a Democrat president whose brain uh, doesn't work at all. Uh, Seth Meyers uh, last night uh, on the late night TV, they pay him a lot of money. They got, I guess, wait, this is with the writers no longer on strike. Is that is that what it is? And that's the that's as good as it gets on late night TV in the United States of America. You know why? Democrats. That's the thing. That's the thing about them. They uh, they used to have some funny people. Now, now it's kind of crazy. Just a lot of anti-Semites. And boy, they're everywhere, aren't they? What happened to the Democrat Party? Hey, Democrats. Hey. Hey, Democrat. I'm knocking on the microphone. Hey, hey, Democrats. Uh, what's the matter with you people? What happened to the Democrat Party? You should, uh, you should, what, you know, all that stuff you're doing, you should cut it out. Cut out the madness. Cut out the looting. Cut out the shooting. Uh, cut out the cross-dressing. Well, you can cross-dress if you want, you know, but leave the kids out of it. Why don't you? Uh, really remarkable things going on in our world today, and, and not all, um, um, you know, great stuff. I don't know if you picked up on this. It's all over the papers, though. Uh, turns out the jihadis are on a tear. Uh, and uh, everywhere you look, you know, you got Hamas with the butchery of all the people in Israel. Uh, 1,300, uh, apparently more than 1,000 civilians and all the gruesome horrors of uh, what the Hamas did in Israel. Uh, and uh, the news media, boy, and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, they are uh, spinning this, and now uh, Israel is the bad guy. It, it, it's kind of an amazing thing. The worm turned on that one pretty quickly. Sieg Heil, minus Shotzi, Democrat Party. Uh, remarkable stuff. The uh, banner headline in the Washington Post today, near banner headline, with aid blocked, comma, Gaza's crisis deepens. Because that's really the major area of concern here. Gaza's crisis uh, is uh, deepening. Rafa crossing remains closed, like we all know what the Rafa cl- crossing is. The whole world is supposed to know what the Rafa crossing is. That is the uh, the gate. There's a wall <laughs> which doesn't work in the United States, but it works every place else in the world. You know, because the Democrats tell us that it doesn't work here. Uh, quite remarkable. The Rafa gate is uh, on uh, southern Israel. It's actually southern Gaza Strip, and it's the uh, gateway to Egypt and the Sinai Peninsula. But the Egyptians won't open it because they don't want those damn people. You know who else doesn't want those damn people? Uh, Jordan doesn't want those damn people. Syria doesn't want those damn people. Lebanon doesn't want those damn people. Saudi Arabia doesn't want those damn people. Nobody wants those damn people. I'm not calling them damn people. They are. Nobody wants the uh, the so-called Palestinians, which is not an actual ethnicity, uh, but a geographic designation, and, and that's a bit fallacious as well. So their Rafah crossing remains closed. The Washington Post is very concerned. Biden's pending trip to Israel is unprecedented. This is what they say. They it's it's really no American president ever gone to Israel before. Um, this is uh, it's unprecedented. They have four typists from the Democrat Party working on the story. It's uh, it's a remarkable thing. That's their front page, their front page story. Uh, also, they have a D.C. judge, who's an Obama appointee, puts partial gag order on Trump. 
the former president of the United States has had a gag order, a gag order inflicted upon him, uh, 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 preventing him from speaking freely because, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I talk about this from time to time, the left is not in favor of free speech. They don't believe in free speech. And they're demonstrating the power that they have to abuse by imposing a gag order on the former president of the United States who's running for president right now and may become president again. And a gag order on him really speaks volumes about the direction that our country is taking and, more importantly, the Democratic Party is taking. Keeping in mind at all times, of course, that the Democratic Party isn't. It's the old axiom. You know the old saying, the Democratic Party isn't? Well, okay, that's my saying. It's not really a very old saying, but it's, uh, it's, uh, but it's getting there, you know, as we, as we go. So uh, he can't pan participants in obstruction trial, but can disparage Biden. Well, thank, thank goodness. I, I'd hate to think that a uh, man running for president couldn't pan or disparage the person he's running against in the United States of America, but he can't pan using the word pan, participants in obstruction trial. Can't say anything. He can only say good things about them, nice things, warm things about them. And the front page, blow the uh, color picture of the suffering Palestinians. Still no front page pictures of the decapitated people and the uh, dead, raped, and the, you know, no front page. But they got a big color picture here. There is a woman who looks very concerned. She's uh, dressed like a Palestinian woman. And she's distraught. I can see that she's distraught. Uh, I've got some numbers for you that I want to share with you today, having to do with a poll that was taken by a Palestinian group earlier this year. And the number of Palestinians in the so-called in the uh, Gaza Strip that would today, or at least a couple of months ago when the poll was taken, would vote to, um, now uh, Hamas was voted into power. Hamas is a radical Islamic jihadi terrorist group. They were voted into power in, you know, way back when, 2005. And uh, then they decided that they wouldn't have any more elections because they won one. And that's what authoritarians do. Um, But there was a poll taken just a few months ago. And in that poll, a majority of Gazans said they would again vote for Hamas, the terrorist group. Um, yet, uh, Margaret Brennan on CBS Fake News on Face the Meet or Meet the Nation, uh, she, I, I know it's Face the Nation, she uh, said that the Israelis, you know, they're engaging in collective punishment. Yeah, I, I remember when, uh, well, I don't remember, but I'm aware because I, I studied history. You know, the bombing of Dresden in Germany, that was collective punishment. Uh, they voted the Nazis into power. You know, the Socialist Workers Party of Adolf Hitler. And uh, we didn't uh, bother ourselves with uh, dithering discussions about collective punishment. We crushed the enemies of civilization. Um, the, the, the Democrats are better with that because they were, you know, more Anglo-European, Caucasian, the uh, Germans, and they like that. And the front page of the Washington Post today has a headline below the color picture of the woman who looks forlorn because the Israelis are the bad guys here. And that's the case on U.S. college campuses, which is, or ought to be at least, profoundly disturbing to every American with any sense of decency whatsoever. The college campuses are hotbeds of genocidal anti-Semitism. And they got the young white kids because the professors are leftists, you know. Uh, It's another great old axiom of my own creation. Um, 
They're not liberals. They're the left. And the left is not liberal. And the leftists on college campuses have really sunk their vampire-like teeth into the impressionable young children and uh, inflicted their sickness upon them. And so we have college students all over America protesting in favor of the genocidal anti-Semites. They've even got Jewish kids doing it because they're, uh, it's a sickness. It's a sickness that's loose on the planet. But below that, on the front page of the Washington Post, how Hamas's planned attack devolved into a chaotic rampage. See, at first, the Washington Post says, they had a very orderly attack planned. But then it devolved into a chaotic rampage. They hadn't planned a chaotic rampage. It devolved into a chaotic rampage. But first, it was going to be an orderly genocide. See? Because genocidal anti-Semites typically prefer order, don't they? It's uh, it's kind of a a remnant of the Socialist Workers Party of uh, the Hitler boys. Got Got that going. Uh, also today, we've got on Capitol Hill the uh, the alleged vote for perhaps Jim Jordan to be Speaker of the House of Representatives, and that is uh, that's happening. Actually, it begins just after we get off the air today, but we'll keep our ear to the ground and see what we can share with you as we go. Uh, also, my best girl laughed out loud this morning at the front page story in the Washington Post. Marines struggle, the United States Marine Corps, Marines struggle with a diversity problem. The Marines have a diversity problem. That's uh, the Democrats are concerned. You see, there aren't enough black fighter pilots. There aren't enough fighter pilots in the Marine Corps that are black. And that is a diversity problem. So if you're black and you're a fighter pilot, uh, now's the time to join the Marine Corps. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? There's a diversity problem. There aren't enough fighter pilots in the Marine Corps that are black. How about the Air Force? How about the Navy? Got enough black fighter pilots in the Navy because they fly off the same aircraft carriers very often. Um, Speaking of which, we have one aircraft carrier battle group in the area of responsibility off the coast of Lebanon, reportedly right now. Um, And uh, we've got a second aircraft carrier or aircraft carrier battle group en route and uh, to the region. Um, And uh, we've got the Gerald R. Ford aircraft carrier battle group uh, on station now. Uh, and we have the Eisenhower Aircraft Carrier Battle Group en route. Uh, we also have a Marine Expeditionary Unit, Special Operations Capable, uh, en route to the uh, the coast of Israel and Lebanon. So uh, Joe Biden is preparing to head over to Israel. He canceled his trip to Colorado yesterday, and um, I became suspicious that maybe he was staging a secret quick visit to Israel for a photo op. But I was wrong. He's uh, staging a not-secret trip to Israel tomorrow for a photo op. And he's already, apparently there was an hours-long meeting yesterday, the White House and the Israelis. And the White House was demanding uh, that the Israelis start setting up humanitarian relief for the people that are murdering their children. Uh, Otherwise, Joe Biden wouldn't come because, you know, got to feed the enemy. It's the old feed the enemy program. They want to cut your children's heads off with rusty kitchen knives. Uh, and you should send them a sandwich. And it should be culturally sensitive. Don't send them a ham sandwich or anything, because that wouldn't be halal. So we got, uh, we got that going for us. And uh, remarkable stuff. Now, um, 
for you today. I have uh, a lot of, uh, you know, these uh, students at Georgetown University, American University, and and elsewhere who are anti-Israel and pro-Hamas. And, and, you know, the Internet doesn't help uh, in many circumstances like this one. And, hey, there were no babies' heads cut off. There were no women raped. There was no massacre at a concert. And this is what a lot of young people on college campuses and, and out in the streets working in mobs. You see the mob at the White House yesterday in front of the White House, and they're assaulting uh, Uniform Division Secret Service and probably park police officers, too. And amazingly, they're, they haven't all been arrested and charged with insurrection, and they're not looking at 22 years in prison for this. But that's because the left, you know, and two systems of justice, no waiting. Pretty amazing stuff. So Biden's visit to Israel in show of steadfast support amid brutal Hamas attacks before uh, meeting Arab leaders. He's going to meet also Egypt and uh, Jordan uh, leaders. And uh, that's uh, that's a, a big deal. Now, uh, the crazy lefties that showed up outside the White House yesterday, a violent mob of, what do we call them, Michael? Um, Democrats, another violent mob of Democrats who are there to support the butchery of innocent people on an epic scale. And uh, the, the savage uh, murder of Jews, mass murder of Jews, on a scale not seen since uh, we went in and smashed the Nazis, the Socialist Workers' Party in Germany. But the Democrat Party is on the wrong side of it. Now, uh, you know, I talked about it here, the, the groups on the campus of Harvard University. Oh, sure, he went to Harvard. The, um, the groups on Harvard University campus that all signed on to the um, the, the, you know, they said that Israel is entirely responsible for their children being butchered in their beds because, you know, they're an occupying colonial power. They've only been there since the time of Abraham. But, uh, but pay no attention to that. They're a colonial power. And they're an occupying, an occupying power, right? Well, now the students at Harvard University, they're asking for your help. They're asking for your help. You'll never guess what they want from you. It's pretty amazing stuff. The alumni, the Arab Alumni Association is in there. I've got uh, former Senator Ben Sass for you, former Governor John Huntsman for you, uh, and um, also Border and the Democrats, Arizona State University Drag Queen Story Hour, because the Democrats are still on the loose. And uh, why do young Americans dislike the United States of America? Uh, you may know the answer to that one already. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. It's true, we're doing a little dance. We are doing a little dance in the studio. Yeah, you can't let all this stuff get to you. Gotta move on, move forward. Let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's uh, let's go to Andrew calling from Manassas, Virginia. Andrew, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, how are you this morning? Very well, Andrew. Thank you very kindly. I'm just bewildered. I keep hearing this defense of the people uh, in Gaza. Well, they're not all Hamas, you know, that they're just innocent victims. So if you're living under the jackboot tyranny of Hamas, why wouldn't you see the Israeli army as a liberating force and aid them in kicking those jerks out of there, taming down my language. It makes no sense. So you're, you're a victim, but you don't want help. Well, you know, most of the left, and that means the news media and academia, frame it as, um, you know, they are the oppressed. Everybody on the Gaza Strip are among the oppressed. They're the victims of this colonial, it's not a colonial power, occupier, they're not an occupying power, uh, of Israel, the Zionist demon that must be defeated. And, you know, let me, uh, Andrew, I, I brought in some poll numbers that I made uh, glancing reference to a few minutes ago. Some poll numbers from just a few months ago when uh, the people of the Gaza Strip were polled by a Palestinian polling organization and they were asked uh, if you had because they canceled all elections Hamas did after they were elected and seized power right because they're tyrants and that's what tyrants do but the people of Hamas uh, of uh, the Gaza rather were asked uh, who would you vote for if the tyrants decided to have another election and interestingly the majority of the people in the Gaza Strip said that they would vote again for Hamas. Um, now, not since this massacre uh, 11 days ago, but a few months ago. And they were asked another crazy question about uh, the very existence of Israel. And I'm going to, I want to share that number for you. I got It's in my list. I've got to whip it out here. I got to pull it up. But I want to share that with you because the numbers are quite revealing and lightning. I, uh, but even with all the madness going on in the Middle East, the, uh, the Democrats don't let us down. Uh, they've got all kinds of crazy going on here in the United States, too. Uh, and some of it is related to, to Israel because they're very anti-Semitic. And, and it's a, a bizarre development, uh, I think. I, I always thought of uh, liberals as being pro-Israel and pro-Jewish. And you might think of Jewish Americans as being liberals. And I don't know how you make sense of that anymore if you're a, 
an American Jewish who is liberal, uh, and, you know, an American Jew who is liberal. How do you uh, how do you square this? How do you make sense of this? Because this is completely nuts. Now, let me uh, because we were just talking to Andrew about this. The um, the poll that came out um, in uh, let me see in June of this year in June of this year found that um, they uh, they what they did is they polled the people in uh, that identify as Palestinian they can identify as whatever they want right well not like transgender or anything like that because they'd be hanged from something but they can identify as Palestinian so they identify as and they're in the Gaza Strip. And this uh, Palestinian Center for Policy and Survey Research, that's the actual name of the group, and they reduced that to PSR, PSR, uh, Palestinian Center for Policy and Survey Research. And in June of 2023, they polled and surveyed the people of the Gaza Strip. And what they discovered is, and they asked them, they said, well, who would you vote for? Who would you vote for if you had a chance to vote and they don't have a chance to vote because they're, you know, they live under a, um, um, an authoritarian regime. It's a radical Islamic terrorist group, and it's called Hamas. And they said, well, if you had the chance to, to vote, uh, and we're just playing with you because you don't, um, would you vote again for Hamas or would you vote for the Palestinian Authority? you know, which is considered to be more moderate. And the the reality is that 56% of the people in the Gaza Strip said that they would vote for the Palestinian, excuse me, for the uh, for Hamas. They'd vote for Hamas all over again. They were given an option, the uh, President Mahmoud Abbas uh, or, or Ismail Hayenye, and who is the head of uh, the person they voted for to make Hamas the terrorist group, their, their governing body, their governing entity. And 56%, which in the United States would be a landslide in, in an election, and only 33% said that they would vote for Mahmoud Abbas of the, the Palestinian Authority, considered to be more moderate. Right? So 56% would continue to vote for the terrorist group, uh, again, this was taken in June, not after the butchery of 11 days ago, after the savagery of 11 days ago. But nevertheless, hey, if you had a chance to vote for these, um, you know, uh, murderous troglodytes, would you? And 56% said yes, and only 33% said they'd vote for someone else. Also, they asked uh, about uh, Israel, which recently celebrated its 75th anniversary, Right. It's 75th anniversary, and they uh, they asked them, do you think that Israel will be here to celebrate their 100th anniversary? And the uh, majority of people in the Gaza Strip said no. They believe that Israel will not be there to celebrate their 100th anniversary, right? Mm-mm-mm. 66 believe Israel will not exist to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the state of Israel. Okay, so so we got that. Uh, 66% uh, won't be there a couple of decades from now, and the majority would continue to vote for Hamas as their political leadership. They're a terrorist group, radical Islamic 
bloodthirsty gang of troglodyte ghouls from hell who uh, butchered children and women and, you know, not like it's much better to butcher men, but, um, you know, but that, those are the rules that we, uh, that we play by. Uh, you protect women and children, and not so much them. Right? Uh, uncivilized, to say the least. But those are pretty extraordinary numbers. I've got to say, interesting numbers. They would continue to vote for Hamas, at least back in June, and the majority of them, 66%, do not believe that Israel will exist to celebrate their 100th anniversary, having celebrated their 75th anniversary um, very recently. So that's your uh, Gaza Strip and your so-called Palestinians. And now, according to the media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, they are the victims of the story, and the Israelis, who you know were only given a nation in uh, 1948, and and uh, because of the and only because of the Holocaust perpetrated by the Socialist Workers Party and beyond, you know the French were turning their Jews over to the Germans. The uh, number of countries in Europe were turning their Jews over to the Germans knowing that they would be exterminated or at least thrown into forced labor camps at a bare minimum. But pay no attention to to any of that. Now, Joe Biden, who is uh, allegedly, reportedly headed to uh, Israel tomorrow for a photo op, and, you know, let's be honest, that's what it is. It's a photo op. And they, they according to uh, news reports, they had a powwow uh, I guess mostly by phone, the White House and Israeli officials. And the White House was insisting that the president, Joe Biden, won't visit Israel unless Israel stands up a humanitarian effort to feed and nurture the Palestinians so-called in the Gaza Strip. Now, here's I've got an idea that I think uh, that I think might be a good idea. They have, the number keeps changing and growing. They have hostages. They took a lot of people hostage. Uh, young girls, grown women, uh, they can, ex- uh, you know, you can expect that they're going to sexually abuse the, the heck out of them in savage and brutal ways. Uh, there are men, there are children, there are old people, there are young people that they've taken hostage. There are uh, presumably Americans that they've taken hostage. And people from other countries, Israelis, Americans, and others that have been taken hostage. And uh, the Israelis, the, the, the left is very upset, very, very upset that the Israelis turned off the electricity and the water to Gaza because these people are so stupid. How stupid are they? They're so stupid that they attack the people that can flip a switch and turn off the electricity to their entire universe. Right? That's, how, that's how ignorant they are, how, what cavemen they are, what troglodytes they are. And turn off the water. All right. Now, here is here is my proposal. You kill one hostage, and I'm still working on the numbers here. You murder one hostage. You savages. You murder one hostage, and that is one month that all of Gaza goes without electricity. They have 199 was the number hostages yesterday. The number now is apparently well over 200. You murder one hostage. And your electricity is off for a month to the entire Gaza Strip. You murder two hostages, your electricity is off for two months. You murder 199 hostages, 
and your electricity is off for 199 months. So you go back to your roots, you know, and, uh, and you know, you, got, you can't generate your own electricity. I don't think you deserve electricity in the 21st century. But this is my proposal, and I think that someone should put this on the table. You know, the United Nations is back, and they're, they're making demands of Israel because the United Nations, what their humanitarian council, condemned Israel last week without condemning Hamas because they've got a lot of anti-Semites in there. This anti-Semitism thing is quite a phenomenon. Uh, it is extraordinary, but it is, um, you know, it's a reality of, uh, of the modern world, and it has been for centuries, uh, anti-Semitism. And there are those that are keeping it alive uh, on American college campuses, and they're leftists. It's kind of amazing. So Biden to visit Israel in show of steadfast support amid brutal Hamas attacks before meeting Arab leaders, before meeting Arab leaders. He's also going to meet with uh, uh, Egyptian and uh, Jordanian leaders. So President Joe Biden will travel to Israel on Wednesday, October 18th, to show steadfast support in the face of Hamas's brutal terrorist attacks and consult on next steps. See, the left, they want a ceasefire. They want Israel to stop because the savages, they attack you. They can't produce their own electricity. They can't give themselves clean water. They don't have their own source of fuel or of food. And then they attack, uh, you know, the, the patriarchy, I guess it is, you know, the adults in the room, the Israelis who can provide them with electricity and clean water and modernity. And they attack they uh, bite the hand that feeds them, and then they chop it off and eat it because they're savages, right? And, and if your leaders are so stupid that they attack the people that can flip a light switch and turn off the electricity to your entire universe, then your leaders are incredibly stupid people. Now, and I've heard people on television say, well, why don't the, uh, the Palestinian people, so-called, in the Gaza rise up against uh, Hamas and uh, kill them all. Well, as you might imagine, they've got all the guns. And they're an army of vicious, brutal murderers. And they've got a lid on the place. And nobody's got the, uh, the wherewithal or the manpower to overthrow, to defeat Hamas militarily. You know, the Palestinian people, so-called, don't have the, the, you know, they don't have an organized army that can rise up against Hamas, a radical Islamic terrorist army. And their allies, Islamic Jihad, uh, also to be found in the Gaza Strip. So they don't have the ability to do that. But, but I got to, you know, the United Nations should be standing up and say, saying, release the hostages, right? But they're not. Because the United Nations needs to be turned into condominiums and be kicked out of the United States of America because they're one of the most profoundly corrupt organizations ever created by mankind. And certainly on the earth today, because there are too many, too many backward, troglodyte-like, corrupt regimes in the world, and they take over the Human Rights Commission. You know, they like put Libya on the Human Rights Commission when Gaddafi's in charge, and they condemn Israel, but not Hamas, uh, as they did last week at the United Nations. And I do, how do you like my idea of uh, no electricity? Kill a hostage, electricity, no electricity. And I'm saying for a month, maybe you could bargain. Make it a week. Make it, all right, you kill one hostage, no, that's another week that none of you have electricity. Right? And we're not going to help you because why the hell would we, right? 
The White House press secretary, Cringe on Pierre, released a, state, a statement announcing President Biden's travel plans to the war-torn region on Wednesday evening. Um, after meeting with Israeli leadership, Biden will travel to neighboring Jordan, where he will meet with Jordanian, Jordanian King Abdullah, King Abdullah, and, uh, and also with Egyptian President uh, Abdel Fattah al-Sisi. And uh, al-Sisi is going to go from Egypt, where they won't let the so-called Palestinians through the Rafah Gate to come into the Sinai Peninsula, which is not exactly nice, you know. It's a big uh, sandbox. And uh, they still won't let them into Egypt because they don't want them. And you know who else doesn't want them? Uh, King Abdullah in Jordan. He didn't want them. The Syrians don't want them, and they got a war-torn country. They won't even take them. They got uh, full of uh, Islamists there. Um, and uh, also, Joe Biden will meet with the head of the Palestinian Authority, Mahmoud Abbas, who the people in the Gaza would not vote for if they were given the opportunity to have an election, which they will not get. So uh, this is, you know, this is kind of interesting. Joe Biden's going there, and they are, the White House is lecturing the Israelis on uh, feeding the troglodytes, you know, humanitarian pipeline to the people that are there to murder them. When in reality, the president of the United States should be standing up and, and pounding the table and saying, release the hostages. We've got two aircraft carrier battle groups and a Marine expeditionary unit aboard ships en route to your front door, and you will release the hostages now. Or we will hunt you down until the end of time, and we will destroy your universe. Right? That's, that's the way that should be played. But we've got, you know, squinty-eyed Joe. You see him squinting? You see where he was squinting? He thinks he's Clint Eastwood or something. He's Lee Van Cleef in for, a, you know, a fistful of dollars. And he's squinting um, with this weird look on his face. There's something wrong with him. Well, there's a lot wrong with him. And it's time for a single-floor living for Joe Biden. Single-floor living. Staircases are not for him. Listen, I've got audio for you uh, from college campuses and from Democrats and AOC, whose brain, she's a no good, just like a Joe Biden's brain. Uh, that brain of hers, that's a no good. She's a broke, too. That's, that's about it. And we're at 888-630-9625. All right, so Joe Biden's visit to Israel, uh, leaving here tomorrow. First of all, um, Trisha sent, Israel is preparing for war. Can you imagine anything more disruptive, more attention-sucking than a visit from the President of the United States? Israel's entire security apparatus has to drop what they're doing to cater to his visit. His visit should be labeled a war crime because it's giving Hamas more time to fortify, to booby trap, to move and to kill hostages. It's true, it's very helpful. And it uh, kind of puts the kibosh on the, uh, the invasion into Gaza, where they're going to try to get hostages and so on. I, honestly, you kill all the hostages, you never get electricity again. You go back to the Stone Age, uh, perhaps where you belong, Hamas. That's pretty amazing. Also, um, People are upset Joe Biden going to to Israel tomorrow because they have to kill their Hispanic Heritage Month event. 
their Hispanic Heritage Month event, which is kind of absurd because Hispanic Heritage Month, Hispanic Heritage Month is over with. And here's a really bizarre thing. Hispanic Heritage Month goes from September 15th to October 15th. <laughs> it should really be called Hispanic Heritage 30 Days instead of month because it would be October. Oh, which month is Hispanic Heritage Month? Well, it's September and October, but only half of each. Okay, thanks for that. Sure. All right, let's go to the uh, telephones. Let's go to Ron calling from Potomac, Maryland. Ronaldo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I um, just can't understand how uh, Jews uh, vote for the Democrat Party. I, it boggles my mind. No Biden, no money to Iran. If Trump were in power, now I understand Donald Trump. He is petulant and bombastic and argumentative and sometimes childish. But if Trump were in power, this would not have happened. He had Iran on its knees economically. He was credible in his threats to these to these monsters. And now the Jews voted for Biden. So those that did, and I think it's probably around 50 percent, you could tell me what it, you know it to oh, be. I think, I think more than that. I, I, I have to look it up to give you an accurate number, but uh, I think more than that. Well, you know, I, I live here in Potomac, uh, but I uh, attend services over in Kemp Mill, uh-huh. which is predominantly, an, uh, there's an Orthodox enclave there. Uh-huh. And all of their children serve in the IDF. They've volunteered. And here, they volunteer to go to Suriname uh, or wherever. And the rabbinate here will never stand up and tell the flock, you people are voting for a party that hates us, that wants us dead, that supports the bad guys. And yet, you know, they're all patting each other on the back because they're liberal. And they think they're doing good things for good people. And one last thing, and then I'll be quiet. (laughs) I can't tell you with what amount of bowed head reverence I hold my Christian friends. Well, thank you. Uh, Thank you, Ron. I did run out the clock on you. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.